On Shabbos we read where Avraham Avinu was 75 years old and Hashem appears to him for the first time and he tells him, leave your hometown, leave everything behind and set out on your journey. So Avraham takes his wife Sarai, his nephew Lloyd and all of their possessions and the souls that they have made in Haran and they set out to the land of Canaan. Avraham's goal in life was to spread the idea of monotheism, the concept of one God. The Pasuk says, Avram relocated Mekedem Lebeisel to the mountain east of Beisel, Vayet Aholoi, and he pitched his tent. Avram was seeking an area that was well-traveled so that he can carry on his life's mission. Rashi notes the word Aholoi is Lashon Akeva to intimate that Avram first pitched a tent for his wife and only afterwards won for himself. So what's the significance of Avram setting up his wife's tent first? How long does it take to pitch a tent? Five minutes? So what's the difference? Whose tent went up first? So Avram is teaching us a life lesson in how one is to respect his wife. Avram was the world's first influencer. Avram had a tremendous following. Everybody knew his name. He was a legend. He made all the headlines. He traveled from town to town. He commanded the pulpit. He was on all of the talk shows. His picture and his message was in every newspaper, every media outlet. Avram was very visible. He was and still is Av Hamayn Goyim, the progenitor of many nations. He was a big deal. But he never forgot Sarah, the most important person in his life. People have a tendency when they climb the corporate ladder or they attain a certain status to forget the people that stood by them when they were just starting out, when times were challenging, when they leaned on these people for support but not Avram. Avram Avinu was the most influential person in world history, but he himself was influenced by his wife Sarah. He never forgot her. And that is why the Torah is telling us that Avram honored her in every way possible, even with small gestures like pitching her tent before his. Masay Avois similar bonum. A husband must always be sympathetic to the feelings and the sensitivities of his wife. The Gemara says in Sechtes Bav Metziah, A person must always be careful to sustain the honor of his wife. Blessing is found in a person's house only because of his wife. The Gemara concludes, Rava told the people of his town, Honor your wives so that you will become rich. We spend money and travel the world and spend days and weeks away from our family looking for a sekula for Panasa. And here the Gemara gives us a simple solution, a surefire remedy. That's all it takes. Shabbos was the yard site of the mother of Klai Yisrael, Rachel Emenu. A story is told that one year back in the 70s, on the yard site of Rachel Emenu, a group of Bacharim went to Davenat Keva Rachel, and they asked the venerable Mashgiach, Reb Chaim Shmulevitz, if he wants to come along. And he said, sure. But first, let's find a public phone so that I can tell my wife that I'll be home a half hour late. They arrive at Kei Rachel, and they overheard the B'chaim Shmulevitz saying, Mama, Chaim Kezdu! Mama, Chaim is here! Then he said, Even though Hashem has instructed you not to cry, as the Pasuk says, Mini koilech mebechi, refrain your voice from weeping, but Chaim is telling you, Cry, cry for your children. On the trip home, his Tamidim asked him, Rebbe, how can you go against that Pasuk in Yermiyahu? And he explained that while a father Hashem could tell his daughter Rachel to calm down and not cry, a child, however, 
can always ask their mother to show sympathy and concern for her children. A son or a daughter can always request anything from their mother and she will oblige. And that's why I asked our mother Rachel to beg and plead on our behalf. So they once recounted this story to Reb Nosson Tzvi Finkel, the legendary Rosh Yeshiva of the Mir Yeshiva. He asked his Talmidim, what lesson do you take out of this story? And they said, we see the tremendous hearts and devotion Reb Chaim had for Klai Yisrael. And Reb Nosson Tzvi told them, something that has entered the realm of legend. While it's true what you said about Reb Chaim, but I'll tell you what lesson I see. If you have to come home late one day, call your wife and let her know. And don't let her sit around and worry. Reb Nassim Svi understood what it means. And now, we know. Have a wonderful day.